Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run over to Venice, Louisiana, and check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. RJ's hunting and fishing. Hey, Mike. Good morning. How are you, bud? I'm good. Mickey, how are you, sir? I couldn't be better. It's all good in the hood. Checking this fog out. Oh, we're clear this morning. It's good. It's plenty foggy here. <laughs> Oh, man. No. But, uh, no, back down here in the groove. Yeah. yeah since the boys offshore yesterday, they just stood and headed back to 11.15, I like to say. They had a good day. Twelve yellow fins. Twelve yellow fins. Yep. Yeah. I didn't Butcher make it block. good either. <laughs> Yeah, but you it. Made it through another year of that show, so. Yeah, you did. Hats off to you. Yeah, no kidding. It was it was a grind. And good crowds in there, though, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so. Right. You know, it was all good. Just the location of it made it a little tough, but. They move back next year, and next year it's going to be sometime in February, about mid-February, I think. Well, that'd be uh, good if they could. It'd be better than doing it on top of the rodeo with so much stuff going on. Oh, absolutely. I think I those mean, fishing shows, I always liked them better when they were early in the year like that. Yeah. the uh, You could tell how people were dressed when they come. They just coming through to kill a little time. They had that right. rodeo on their mind. Exactly. Um, but, well, back in it down here, got some trout eating, and uh, see how that goes. I start back in the morning, everything back in pretty much shape around here. Can't get my eyelids open all that mowing I done yesterday, though. It worked well, right. You, not here. to mention all the pollen in there and everything. Oh yeah, man, I had a. Kind of an allergy headache all day yesterday. A little bit of a sore throat uh, when I woke up on the right side. 
it all went away I'm, once you pump a little coffee down through there. But oh so. yeah, I'm same way this morning. I mean, yeah. just trying to get get it going, you know, get it cleaned out. Got to clear the pipes, man. <laughs> yep. And uh, you wouldn't believe how many people have come by my booth and want and talk to me about me and you talking about that squirrel hunting. Squirrel hunting, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. You know, and that's that's kind of a dying sport. That used to be a big deal back in the days when we were growing oh, up. I mean, it just it everybody was. had pulled dogs back in the day. Sure, they you did. Know, but you know, a lot of people don't realize too that was that was a means of uh, putting food on the table too. So, right. I mean, everybody. You know, back in them days, everybody didn't have that great job. Get to go to that grocery store every week, like everybody else. So, yeah. um, well, that cousin that knows that dog. I mean, he growed up as four big old boys and two girls, and I mean, <laughs> they could put a smack down. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm. I mean, my aunt she cooked twenty five squirrels, and they they wouldn't eat nothing but bone pile when they were through. Same way, chickens. Yeah, cooked six chickens at one time. Need that bunch because they're all big boys. I mean, big men, six eight, six nine. Good Lord, hollow legs, man. <laughs> yeah, them boys could do groceries can disappear disappear with a crew like that, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> and. Uh, just think how many loaves of bread and gallons of milk you go through in a week's time raising a crew like that. Absolutely. That <laughs> one of the boys, he's he's passed away now. He would be the third boy. Uh, you had to watch him because he, he'd get a loaf of bread and he'd be gone. He'd go hide somewhere and eat a whole loaf of bread by himself. That was crazy. So, but. No, and their daddy, he, he was my mom's brother. He was probably the, well, he, in my opinion, he's the best squirrel dog trainer I ever knew. He didn't like what the dog was, but the dog had the interest in it. He trained him up, and he had some good ones. The best one I think he ever had, in my opinion, he had a dog that didn't bark. And, had uh, one that didn't bark? No, sir. Only time he'd make any type of noise, it was squirrel broken run on him. He'd, you could hear him whimpering and whining, right. taking that squirrel down through the timber. But he never got out of sight of my uncle. And when he treed, he'd rear up on that tree, put his feet up on that tree, turn over his shoulder, look at my look uncle, back. look back. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> and I guarantee you, yeah, he he was special. I'm talking about. He worked for Specialty Sand over there at Sheldon. Yeah. And they give him access to hunt all that river bottom over there. And it was nothing for us to go over and kill a hundred. Man. I mean, yeah. So, it was, uh, he was special. But he had a lot of fun. But like my grandfather, he, he always had a good squirrel dog, but that dog done everything. I mean... He had a female named Tammy, and uh, I don't know how many puppies was raised out of her, but she done it all. I mean, she worked cattle. You go at nighttime tree coons with her. Daytime, they can go tree squirrels, go 
had a deer, and then she'd buy hogs. She'd go find hog and buy hogs. She was just, really? But most, yeah, most of He had a big red male dog. He turned a bunch of money down. When I was a kid, I say a bunch of money. I forget how much it was, but it sounded like a pot of gold to me. Right. And then, then the dog got run over and killed. Mm. He turned the money down. But, I mean, that dog, I had pictures of him when I was a kid of riding him. He was a big red turtle oak named Red. And, uh, but he'd done it all. He was something else. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had a little old uh, rat terrier uh, named Tinker. Boy, that was a squirrel machine. I mean, just like a robot. You bet. Any of them fast dogs back them days, you know. But, uh, it's just in their blood, dog. man. Yeah, it's in their blood. Absolutely. But uh, my uncle had a walker dog one time. Was good. He was he was he was slow. But he was good. I mean, he was a really good squirrel dog. That's, a, that's a good dog for an old man there. It's a little slow, too. Let's take our time and sashay through these woods. <laughs> you bet. So, other than that, that's about all I know, Mickey. I well, know the, at least you know uh, something. Yeah, well, I talked, I was having dinner last night. <coughs> I hear a restaurant close to me, and this guy come in. I was sitting at the bar, and he sat down beside me, and he had a, I don't remember the company, but you know, he'd tell me he worked for a oil field company sometime. I asked him, mm-hmm. was he down here on that big project, or was he local? He said, no, I'm not local. He said, I'm down here as a specialist. I'm on a rig out in Maine Pikes. And I said, really? He said, how's that water out there where you at? He said, well, one day it's clean, one day it's dirty. Since I was talking about the wind, and right? That's getting pushed around. He said, "But the night before last, he's in thirty-eight foot of water, and he said it looked like the Red Sea with the redfish swimming around that platform. Amazing, amazing." And then he said, "The guys was catching a few, and." but just right on top of the water, but somebody got through them without getting bit and caught a red snapper huh. in 38 foot of water. I don't know. Go figure. There you go. So, well, there's plenty of gobia. Yeah, he said gobia was swimming around it. 38 foot of water. March. Come on. So, I don't know. Well, I got the number on that rig. I ain't going to say it on the radio. But. <laughs> <laughs> That wind ain't blowing. I'm going to check this machine out. There you go. 38 feet, that's not that far of a run. <laughs> no. He's right there close, I know. Right. <laughs> you know, six miles, I made him. Wow. That's crazy. And he said he's been working out in this, in, in this area for 15 years, and he said he ain't never seen that many redfish one time. But I talked to Brandon Ballet. I took him boys down there and got him offshore yesterday morning. He was there waiting on the fog lifts a little bit before he run. And he told me, he said, you know, I told you a couple of weeks ago how good it was. He said, it was yesterday, too. He said, it's crazy. He said, I pulled in there. And he said, I caught 10 just fast as I could catch them. And uh, they kind of quit on me. He said, left, went, fell around. He said, can come back. He said, when I come back, we probably caught 100. I went, really? I said, that is unbelievable. 
Crazy. That he actually catched them on a bear jigging. Man. Yeah. When they get thick like that, you can do it. But... So, well. you know, they get on that. They get on that feeding fringe. I've done it years ago. I had a grandpa and grandson. Always about, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. Pretty good little fisherman. We're sitting on a point catching a few every now and then. And I seen a wave of them mullet coming towards me, and I could see them pushing behind it. And uh, they got in there on top of all that bait, and we went to whacking on them. And I'm talking about straight plastic, man. Right. And there's no telling how many fish we caught, but many of uh, <clears throat> grandson said something missing. Let's see who can catch the most in a row. All right, you, you get started. I'll give you a head start of five, and I'll come with you. Said, well, I'm going to net them and film it. We got to 71 or two. He had Good like 72. And I, yeah, I had 68. I said, all right, ever who makes it to 80? The winner. First one to 80, the winner. In a row now. Not, can't, can't lose one. If you lose right. one, you got to start over. Right. And so... He got up there to like 76 or 7. I don't remember exactly. But he had one that was hook bad, and I caught up real quick. I was taking my own out. Grandpa was helping him. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they was all anywhere from 18, maybe 22 inches, just perfect right. size. And he said, oh, we got time out, got time out, time out. <laughs> so I can't get my hook out. And so I tied up with him. I said, all right, I'll stop till we get it. I helped him get the hook out. kind of deep. Got back in. He said, all right, let's go. I said, tell you what, I'm going to catch the rest of mine on bear jig it. Can't do it, Captain. I said, okay. Yeah, I watch this. Watch this. I think they weren't. They were chewing. Isn't that something? Anything that moved gets Anything moved, get eat. Yeah. That's it. None real, man. Unreal. So, well, uh, no, there's some really nice trout come in. What I've been told, and yeah, I know who caught him, so I know where he caught him at. <clears throat> well, he told me this morning, but it was one of them ballet boys. No, it wasn't. It was Chris Wilson. It was Chris Wilson. Yeah, that's close enough. Close enough, absolutely. You got that right. All right, uh, Mike. Well, hey, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming over to Venice this year and lodging up and fishing uh-huh. up, how they get a hold of you, buddy? Give them some info. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, my friend. Mike, have a good day. Good talking to you. I'll check in with you Saturday. See you, man. Yeah, I'll have you a better report, sir. All right. Later. Later. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 520 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Tiki Island. Let's check in with Captain James Plog and see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, James. Mick, what's up, buddy? Not a lot, man. What's up with you? <laughs> Same old, baby. Same Rolling. old. Going, going through the motions. Going, doing it. <clears throat> Trying to do it. Yeah, oh, I'm man. with you. Well, it was foggy, not Kind of, man, it comes and goes, man. It yeah. comes off it, like waves of it, man. Right. It ain't too bad right this second. And so, 
Anyway, brother, it's trying to finish up. Nice. Fish has been it's been pretty good, Mickey. It ain't it ain't great, it ain't easy, but it's been it's been pretty good. <clears throat> Big I mean, for two days there, if you wasn't throwing a top order, you couldn't hardly get a bite <clears throat> on nothing. And man, you get, you know, forty, fifty bites on top orders. And then even look like nothing was there. We we fished Sunday night. I had big plan. I was gonna be Mr. Night Moves and that didn't pan out so great. Well, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't worth doing that. I mean, we caught, I don't know, five or six fish, you know, some four-pound fish. But then I went to check something right at dark that's usually really good. And, uh, so, man, we're gonna, it, was, it was, you know, so we do this, dude. I tell her it's going to be good. Well, I don't even know if we had a bite. We might have caught one little one. And we stayed about, I don't know. Seven, seven fifteen. I said, ah, that's good. So then I had to turn around and go again in the morning on Monday. And uh, man, I don't know what we were doing. No, I stopped at another spot. It's my daylight spot, like in the dark kind of deal. So man, they'll be here. Well, we never had a bite. I said, man, I'm struggling. And uh, man, I got a place. The redfish has been good. You know, if you care about catching redfish, top orders on red. The redfish is actually good. If you just concentrated on reds, Mickey, which we don't. Now, I did go one day, Tuesday or Wednesday. I said, hey, man, we were <laughs> through catching trout. I said, I want to go catch some reds, which I never say that. But, uh, you know, now you know where they're at. Man, they ought to be right here. Sure enough, boom, there they are. So the redfish is pretty good. But anyway, <clears throat> I said, we'll go in this place, and I caught some redfish in there. Maybe there's a big trout in there with them. Man, it was really nice. A lot of mullet, but nothing moving, just a lot of mullet swirling around. And uh, we're fishing. Actually, Jay Stuckey was fishing with me Monday. Kenny went with me, but Jay was fishing with me. And I said, man, I just had two redfish bites there right here. And I threw back in there. Boom, I catch a nice trout. And I said, that ain't no redfish. About a four-and-a-half-pound trout. So then we kind of started paying attention a little bit. Kind of got dialed in. And, man, I don't know how many bites we had on top orders, Mickey, but a lot. And I look, there's a lot of little ones, too. But you'll watch one jump over your lower four pounds and they're within pencils. <laughs> so we the we ain't caught no five pounders, but you know, a lot of nice three, you know, maybe four and a quarter, four and a half pound fish. And then we just went checking some more stuff and caught more red fish, caught a few more nice trout. So for about two days the top water was the ticket, man. I mean you might catch one or two on tails and go right back through there where you just got like two bites. And get like you know, thirty bites on top waters. And I guess they you know all eat the bites. You just kind of making them mad, really. And then uh, man, I found a little spot. I went to check a spot that I used to fish years ago. I said, man, I ain't done this in a long time. Let's go check this. And man, they did a bunch of digging and stuff right there. And I said, man, I don't. This don't look right. And so where I always had the boat at, I said, man, I don't, I don't, I don't remember this. This this is something new. I said, we're already here. Let's get out. There's no ball. There's no nothing. Hey, my guy gets out of the boat. He's hitting him in the back of the head, and he catches one. I said, man, maybe they're here. <clears throat> so we caught about, just in the middle of the day, nothing biting. We caught, man, maybe eight or nine, you know, decent fish. Just, man, this might be a spot. I went back over there yesterday, and we caught like 60. So not a lot of little ones, you know, but good ones too. But the little ones and the good ones are all in there together right now. 
I mean, I can't say go somewhere and target a big fish, but they're in there with them pencils. Well, the water's you're about getting, you're seven. getting uh, more bites in 30 minutes than I'm getting all day up my way. Well, Mickey, just it's two different animals, man. I, I saw that thing you sent me, and that's the same thing they did, you know, down here by us. I'm assuming they'll put rocks and stuff around there, but looks like the initial deal, you just dump it out there. What I could, tell. I guess so. It, uh, <clears throat> boy, it bleeds that silt. Every all the current changes, wind directions, and all that, it just spreads that stuff all over. Yeah, you got to fish around it. For sure. Boy, I mean, it, like, it stinks, man. It smells like raw, rotten sewage. Yeah. But it's coming out of the bottom of the ship channel, too. We all know what's on the bottom of that place. Well, that's why I, I tell you, we uh, drove out there to that island they made. Cameron hopped out and said, hey, dude, you better get back in, man. Whatever's in there may eat the bottom of them flip-flops up, man. <laughs> Throw them away. Yeah. Boy, no but I guess, I guess they'll rock it, you know. But, yeah, just two different deals. Hey, and our fishing ain't been great. You know, we got on the back of that last moon. We look at it. We're on the front side of the moon. Well, not really yesterday. Uh, you know, so the fishing, that's, you know, usually going to be your best fishing this time of year. But, they were, like I say, there's two or three places that I checked, Mickey, that we either catch them like, you know, we'll fish from 5 in the morning till 7.38 when the sun comes up. It's usually all you need, or you got to fish it. When the sun sets, you know, into the dark, but neither one in places had fish. The fish are still kind of set up where you know you think you'd be catching them in February, even though the water temperature, whatever it was, I think it was, what maybe seventy three when I come in yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now, you know, we caught you know all of them fish yesterday. Now we had topwater bites, a lot of topwater bites, but you miss them. You know, they, they don't even eat the lure. And you put a tail on there. So, actually, my guy did really good yesterday. He's standing next to me, and he wore me out. I said, you go get him, buddy. I said, I'm going to leave and let you just wail away on him. I went wandering around. I don't know how many they stood there and caught. But we were started out all nice fish. And then them pencils started biting and took over. And, I mean, you couldn't get a lure back without, you know, catching little old trout. And I know the good one was there. We just got through catching them. Yeah. But I'm surprised about the red fishing. You know, it's this, and I don't care about red. You know that. But, <clears throat> you know, I just want a few times, hey, you want to go catch a red that I can go somewhere, you know, you think they should be or they were yesterday. Well, sure enough, they're, you know, right back there, which usually, you need to go to catch a red fish. You can't never find a red fish. You know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, I, know. <clears throat> I know. But, yeah, overall, overall, it's uh, <clears throat> it's all right. It's actually pretty good. And we ain't caught no, no real big ones, but some solid fish. Monday we caught, you know, quite a few three, four-pound fish. And then, you know, we caught some nice ones yesterday. So it's all right. It's, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's damn sure better than it was. And I guess those fish are there. You know, it's funny, though, Mickey. The only reason I even put a top water on because I had a couple of redfish bites in there, like the day before or two days before. So, you know, if you're going to catch a red, you might as well catch them on the top water. At least the bite's pretty good. And when I caught that trout out of the middle of the redfish, man, there's some trout in here. And this is a place I ain't caught no trout. This is a whole, I ain't caught two trout in this place all year. 
And it was full of them. And not all of them are little. I mean, you pull off a lot of little ones, you catch a lot of little ones. You'll watch one like, you know, 20 inches jump over your little ones. And I just saw him. That ain't no baby. Then, boom, you catch one. Then you go catch 10 little ones. So they were all in there together. But if you wasn't throwing a top water, I don't think you'd have got many bites in there. You'd have walked through there and said, man, I don't know about this. This ain't too good. And that's where we may put one on to catch a redfish. Yeah, me and Blaine pulled up and talked to Dana Monday. <laughs> yeah, he told me he saw y'all. That's pretty funny. He the called struggle was real. Out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he caught too much. No. Uh-uh. Well, it's just... It's just different, you know. It's uh, I mean, it's pretty warm for this. I guess the temperature, water temperature, what about five or six degrees over what it should be this time of year usually. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty hot, man. I had to downgrade on my slicker. I had to get something a little bit thinner because I was getting hot. <laughs> but the spring break is sprung down here. It's uh, oh yeah. But I mean, you know. I shouldn't be like this, but I just despise spring break. I hate it. As a matter of fact, this is it for me today. I'm wrapping up. <laughs> I know a lot of people look forward to it, and God bless them. I hope they have a great time. But for what I do, our kind of fishing, nah, I don't want nothing to do with it. No. So I'll be back next week. But I'm I string it out, times man. Times a hundred, and that's what you get on the lakes. Man, it's just, uh, it's, it's busy. Now, Monday, man, they came out. I guess they, you know, you know, Friday was it. And they're all college kids. And I saw it Sunday. I had to go to Dallas for all the fishing to get some stuff. I said, man, this ain't normal. This, this looks like spring break. And Kenny said, I ain't spring break yet. I said, dude, I'm telling you, it's some kind of spring break. What I'm seeing ain't normal. Well, sure enough, that was beginning of it. I guess they started it out. But I don't remember when we got, I didn't go to college. I, I remember in high school, the only thing we got off was like Good Friday. There wasn't no spring break right. that I can remember. I no. We didn't get all this. We didn't get <laughs> I think it, No, we went to work. If there was any days off, you went to work, man. You didn't go do nothing fun. Exactly. <laughs> so, but all yeah, right, it's okay, man, Well, have a good time. Catch them up. All right, bro. Well, we got the players coming up. That's something good this weekend. Yeah. I'm waiting on the Masters. Boy, I know it. That's going to be big, ain't it? The Cathedral but this of was gonna be pretty, This is going to be pretty good, too. I like this, what, 17 they got, or 18? What is that, that they got hit three. out on that? That par yeah, three that on par that island green. That's wicked, ain't it? 35 yards. It's hard to believe well, the pros can hit it, but you get amateurs. I was watching some videos of an amateur tournament there, and 90% of them hit it in the water. Oh, I guarantee you, I'd, <laughs> I'd have to take me a rack of balls, and maybe one of them would hit the green, maybe. Feed them to you know, the fish, I'd get buddy. up on a tee box, I'd have some hit going over to the drop zone. Hey, go ahead and take my stroke away from me. I'm going to the drop zone. I'll I'm see going y'all to later. Drop zone. Y'all have this. I'll ship up there and maybe make a putt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, all right, man. all right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you, James, get in on this good fishing. Give them a number, man. 
All right, buddy. Have a good right, day. Later. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Cigar Gold Label Leader Material. It's another innovation from Cigar. It's the proven leader in saltwater leader material. And their new gold label, it's the thinnest leader material yet. It's 18% thinner and 17% stronger than any other Cigar Leader. That means it's even less visible underwater. It creates more natural presentations for better catch rates and clear water on leader shy fish. And the new gold labels made with exclusive Seaguar fluorocarbon resins. They make it in a double structure process, which provides exceptional knot and tensile strength, yet it's soft and it cinches easily for fail-safe knots. You can get Seaguar gold label at your favorite tackle dealer, or you can learn more online at Seaguar. Dot com. Captain Mickey for Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And, folks, if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand there at the store. They have them on display, all their bottles, different sizes, and their diffusers and regulators. They even refill your bottles here at the store. If you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when you're there at the store, check out all their wild-caught guff shrimp. And this time of year, it is crawfish season, and Boyd's has tons of them, literally. And uh, great price, great availability. And uh, check them out on the web at boydsonestop.com or check out their Santa Fe store where they boil them over there or their Cajun Grill right there on the Texas City Dyke, 409-945-4001. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 538 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Galveston Island, and let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Good morning, Sharky. How are you, man? What's up, buddy? How you doing, brother? Man, I might, I might sound pretty tired, but uh, I'm just, <laughs> man, I'm just getting over a, a cold. So I'm kind of congested and a little bit yeah, stopped up. All this allergy you know, pollen breathing uh, environment we're in right now. Everybody's kind of oh, got yeah. the croup, including myself. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, man. It's drainage and stuffy and sore throat until a cup of coffee goes down it and it's all good. Just got to get right. Yeah, yeah. Pies. Clear them out and oh. get ready to breathe some more of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, I think, uh, you know, it's all that fishing, it's that fishing show, you know, and just nonstop talking for five days straight. And oh, yeah, that wears you shoot. down. Wait till you get 70 years old and work that for a whole week. You won't like it. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was, it was a lot of fun, man. But uh, it is, it, it's, you can't help but enjoy it. It's fun. Oh, man, it wasn't, it was fun, but. Man, uh, on Saturday, you know, I had two seminars. I had one on Saturday and then and then one on Sunday. And so Saturday, I've got 
a good bunch of people in there during my seminar. Everything's going real well. I'm feeling real, real good and confident. And then I, and then I swallowed a mosquito, Mickey, a mosquito. Wow. It flew in to my mouth and then got in. trapped. Oh yeah, I sucked it right in, man. And I'm telling you, like, it wasn't like it, I could just, you know, it, 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 it was like a pterodactyl. I mean, this thing was like. It had to have been one of them mosquito hawks, man. I'm not talking about a little mosquito. It's probably one of them little mayfly deals. You know, oh, they're hatching yeah. I, right now. They're all in the air. Oh, dude. This thing was like a small bird, you know, and it flew right in the, right into my throat. <laughs> and I was coughing for like, I don't know, 10 minutes in the middle of the seminar. It was terrible. <laughs> Coughed your toenails uh, you know, up. <laughs> dude, we, we made light of it, you know, and – I was laughing and stuff, and uh, but man, anyway, all that coughing, you know, I think that's what did it. I think that's what got me sick because you know I'm, I probably scratched my throat and stuff real well, bad when I was doing that. Got a bug, caught a bug. <laughs> oh man! Oh. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I did, I did. Um. But anyway, I'm fishing this afternoon. I'm not fishing this morning. I'm feeling. Hopefully, I'll be feeling a little bit better. <clears throat> Taking some medicine and stuff for the last two days. And yesterday was a big servicing day for us, so we pulled the contenders out and and serviced those and unloaded the uh, the box truck from the fishing show. You know, um, now we're full time at Bayside. We don't have that office in Tiki or that warehouse in Tiki anymore. So. It was a fun day yesterday, man. It was it was a it's a new a new beginning for us being centralized all everything at Bayside and you know Mama Sharky can be over there working full time now instead of having to run you know from Tiki to Bayside back at Tiki and stuff like that throughout the day. So we're excited, man. We're excited to be over there. And I bet you are. And, uh, and man, the fishing's just been lights out, incredible. Um, Shoot, I haven't fished since the fishing show because I got sick that uh, right afterwards, and, and Shane took my trip. But, shoot, Shane took my trip on Tuesday, and, man, they destroyed the fish. They hit, a like, a four-person limit of sheephead, uh, three or four slot reds, a couple bull reds, um and then Gabe ran, we call him Jetty James. He ran his first trip ever and caught a bunch of big black drum and then caught a couple redfish. And then Chris smoked them, smoked them too, man. It's just been stellar, stellar fishing. Uh, we've been, those guys have been catching pompano. Yeah, I've been uh, seeing a few pompano. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they've been that catching some nice pompano and a uh, bunch now. of sheepies. Yeah, buddy. Wait, I think I think we got a. What, I heard we got a cold front coming in next week or something. Man, I don't know. We were supposed to have one the end of this week, but it's uh, it's kind of petered out. Man, that is a good thing on the extended oh, forecast. Okay yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'll I'll take this. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Excuse me. Bad enough Man, to turn all our put our clocks forward Saturday night. Oh, that's right. Daylight savings time. Oh man. 
Oh, that's right. That always jacks us up a little bit, doesn't it? It does. Oh. The older I get, the worse I hate it. So you, <laughs> if you get up to go to work at 2 o'clock Saturday night, it's actually 3 o'clock. Because that's when you change it, too. <laughs> Pretty crazy. <laughs> I know. I wish they'd just leave it. They need right? to. I wish they'd just leave it. It's too It's too much daggum work. You know what I bet? I bet you're in about 20 years when all these millennials are, you know, the, you know, it's, I'm 20, 30 years, man, this young, this younger generation grows up. We're too lazy, man. We don't, we don't like to mess with all this. I'm going to tell you about 20 years. Know, I'm, all I'm of getting us. there. My older age, I'm, I'm liking that sleeping in stuff. Uh, oh yeah. looks like Sunday, we're going to hit a near record high showing to be 88 for Sunday. Goodness gracious. Uh, the, the record's 89 back from 1904. But uh, we're going to have a wind switch Sunday to north at 20 sometime. It's like afternoon and uh, Monday. It's going to be a lot cooler. It's down to 73 with a low of 49 Tuesday morning. But, uh, you know, from 53 up to 76 and 80 and all that for the rest of the week, we've got another little westerly. You said a low of of 49 on Tuesday? Yeah, on Tuesday. That'll make it about 55 or 56 in Galveston, so. Just so we do have a down. front pushing through. Yeah, we do nothing major. On Sunday, that's Sunday? Uh, Sunday afternoon looks like, or maybe evening, and then northeast on Monday, and then back to southeast already on Tuesday. And then another front okay. coming next okay. Friday night or Saturday morning. Nothing major. Oh, it's all good. Come on. Yeah, it is all good. As long as, as, long as that temperature stays stays somewhat where it's at, and it's back up in the 70s. And somebody will look at this and spin it and throw it up on Facebook, got a blizzard coming, you know, like they did that la- <laughs> this past one. Said, oh, man, we've got Arctic blast coming, 14 degrees and all that. And I'm going, what forecast are they looking at? they putting Dude, that out there for clicks. It was like 75 degrees a day after that front came Yeah, through. yeah, that's a hell of an Arctic blast there, folks. Uh, they just want a little clickbait. Yeah, a little up. clickbait. <laughs> you can't believe anything you read here or practically see anymore. <laughs> no, just, no. Now what, they got that what, Photoshop, man. Yeah, what is the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there yeah, such yeah. a thing? Oh, goodness, oh, well. man. Mm-mm-mm. Best thing to do well, is just mind your own business and do your own thing. Make your own predictions. That's right. That's right. You know, you got you got one life, man. Get out there and live it. Everybody you always trying that. to please everybody else. Shoot, That's right. Man. I got to make sure when I'm, my head hits the pillow, I'm going to sleep happy with my own daggum self. Hey, fish you know? hard, fish all day, and you'll be able to close them eyes at night. You work hard That's all day right. and sleep good at night, buddy. That's the way to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, Sharky, I got to run, bud. If somebody wants to call you all about coming down and getting in on uh, some hot spring fishing and summer fishing coming up, how do they get a hold of you? Come on with it, man. Let's go make some memories. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. 
we surely appreciate everybody who came up to us at the fishing show and listens to the show. And you guys are absolutely incredible and, and the great words of encouragement. We love you all very, very much. And thanks. Thank you guys for the support. And Mickey, it's been a pleasure, brother. We'll talk to you on Saturday. I'll have a all right, Sharky. for you. Get rid of that croup. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm going to drink some vitamin C and a little cup of coffee and send it. <laughs> all right, brother. We'll see, see you, man. brother. Have Take a care. One, Get well. All right, buddy. All right, that's Sharky Marquez down in G-Town. Now let's head up to the big Sam, Sam Rayburn. Let's check in with Randy Dearman this morning. Hey, Randy, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Captain Mick. It's uh looks like uh going to be a good day today. Beautiful. Chamber of Commerce Day. <laughs> there you go. It, uh, bass fishing has been crazy here, uh. Catching just lots of numbers, but I, I'm not catching those old mamas. I don't know what, what's going on. Uh, you go out there and catch 40, 50 fish, and they're all males. Uh, I don't know why, why the females are not up there. Huh. Strange. Water temperature is so warm, and um, on the lake's falling a little bit, and I don't know if that's just holding them off or, or what. I mean... Numbers, numbers is great, you know. But, uh, right. Just, just of course, it's it's fun when you go out there and catch, you know, thirty, forty bass, you know. And, sure. Uh, hey, this time of year, everybody wants big mama. I just haven't uh, haven't caught any of the last uh, fish the last uh, four days, and uh, you know, numbers. But where's where's the, where's the size? Right. That big one will come when you least expect it. When you're thinking, well, we're just going to catch two to four pounders here, and all of a sudden somebody will pull a double digit out off the edge of that or whatever. You never know. They're there. It's just, you know. Oh, I mean, it's just, you know. Maybe there's so many fish, you know, that you can't weed through them to get the bigger ones. Yeah, well, I catch you, though. But uh, I keep saying we're gonna, we're gonna go out there again today, and uh, I don't know. They'll, I guess they'll, you know, the moon's full. The males are up there, but we're, right. I, I don't know. If I'm digging, I should be zagging. We're catching plenty of fish. It's just uh, not the hadn't had the the big ones get on there. How'd y'all do on Ray Roberts? Uh, we don't even want to talk about Ray Roberts. <laughs> hey, that weather was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, that storm, I tell you, we had hail, we had rain, we had it all. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I've been to that lake twice, and I, I just don't gin with it, you know. some. Well, that's just, there's some like that. Some lakes just ain't for certain people. Yeah, I know, uh, I think... Uh, I don't know if you meant no Ben McZubin. He led it the first day at 27 pounds, and then uh, I think only had seven pounds the second day. Oh, man, what a turnaround. Well, there was, there was a number of people that, that you know, did that. Seemed like they did catch them real good one day and not the second day. Yeah. 
I need to get out there and find find these crappie on the grass. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've got a few scattered reports that they're catching them, but uh, I tried a little bit uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, shoot, I, I didn't catch them. So just everything seems like it's uh, you know. Yesterday too, Mickey, we caught a bunch of spotted bass that was up there real shallow, you know, shallow. Right. And uh, usually they spawn before the the largemouth. So yeah, they do. I'm wondering, that's why I'm wondering if uh, maybe them them sows just hadn't moved up yet. They probably hadn't. Ravens are ravens always a little later, and it, it's just unusually warm for this time of year. I was talking about that earlier. I still think it's uh, the number of hours of daylight, you know, the photosynthesis synthesis deal that uh, dictates this really more than yeah. water temperature, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but uh, there are just so many of them males up there it just right blows my mind you know the moon's full and everything usually right before this full moon's when they you know of course the water the water temperature is warm i mean yes, it was it 71 is. 72 yesterday that's uh for this time of year that is what is probably seven or eight degrees above normal yeah usually you know when it when the water gets up and, uh, and i don't think i missed it you know yeah. <laughs> Uh, usually right. when he gets up there, you know, in the high sixties, you know, mid sixties, up fish move up and get on beds. They do. Uh, All right, Randy. Well, I already ran out of time, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming up to Rayburn, bass fishing or crappie fishing, how they get a hold of you, bud? Nine three six three two eight oh eight six four. All right, I'll Randy. Have a good day, Thanks for the update. Have a good day, man. Be safe out there. Yes. All right, buddy. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll be back in the morning at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.